Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Catch Up Sports Podcast. I hope you're all having a fantastic day. I'm your host, Moses, and welcome to the ninth ever episode of this podcast. I'm currently in lockdown. It quite sucks, but at least there's live sports to, you know, pass the time. And uh, that's why I could get this podcast as quickly as possible to you guys, because I'm in lockdown. And we have a very interesting episode ahead of us. We have the Moses Top 10, a new segment, a new weekly segment for this podcast. I'm also going to be previewing the NBA Finals, Lakers versus Heat, and my week for NFL game picks. And before I start, this podcast is also available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, and SoundCloud, and maybe Instagram later, so you can listen to this podcast on your favorite program. Now, let's jump right into it. Welcome to the newest weekly segment of this podcast, and it's one of my favorites. It's the Moses Top 10. It's like there's the Herd Hierarchy and Stephen A's Top 5 teams, so here's my Top 10 teams. I'm going to share my top 10 teams in the NFL as of right now. It's a simple but very intriguing concept. So let's get into it. My 10th team, 10th ranked team in the NFL right now is the Los Angeles Rams. The Rams are way better than I expected them to be this season. This week against the Bills, they had a very impressive double-digit comeback and had the lead with less than a minute in the fourth. Even though they lost the game, it was very impressive against a fellow playoff caliber team. So the Rams are my 10th ranked team. Number nine is the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah, they had a fluky, ugly, bad loss to the Lions. Kyler Murray threw three interceptions and they barely lost due to a game-winning field goal with no time remaining. I'm not concerned about the Cardinals. And also, the Lions are sneaky, are a sneaky good football team this season. And they should be 2-1 if DeAndre Swift didn't drop the pass week 1. The 8th team is the Tennessee Titans. The Titans continue with their momentum from the last playoff run, beating the Vikings that look like they figured out their offensive problems to advance to 3-0. I would rank them higher, but the Titans need to figure out their run defense. Giving up 181 yards to Delvin Cook is unacceptable. My seventh team is the Buffalo Bills. Josh Allen added another 300-plus yard game to his resume this season, a very impressive start of the season for him and they beat a fellow top 10 team in the Rams in the final seconds with a go-ahead touchdown. This team is mentally tough, with the ability to throw and run the ball effectively. If the stars line perfectly, they might be a serious team in January. The sixth team is the New England Patriots. Ignoring the fact that I'm still very impressed from last week's performance versus the Seahawks, This week, Cam Newton didn't play well. Only 162 yards, a touchdown, and an interception. And they still beat a Raiders team who beat the Saints last week by 16 points. They deserve to be in the top 10. My fifth team is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tom Brady had his first great game in a Bucs uniform 
297 yards, 3 touchdowns, 0 interceptions. And by the eye test, Brady is getting comfortable in this new offense by the week. Brady and his star power receivers look like they are on the same page. And that's scary to all NFC teams who are playoff contenders. My fourth ranked team, the Baltimore Ravens. The Ravens' performance Monday night was underwhelming and disappointing. If this team is considered to be one of the best teams in the league, they need to play up to their competition. They were outplayed, outcoached by the Chiefs. The problem of this team and my main concern is this team is one-dimensional. The Ravens know to play with a lead and run the ball down the field. But when their opponent has a huge lead on them, they can't pass the ball effectively. Lamar Jackson is less than a threat when he has to pass the ball. On Monday night, he had less than 100 passing yards when the Chiefs were leading for the entire game. When you're a team that is one-dimensional, then the opposing team has a blueprint on how to beat the Ravens. Get an early lead and force Lamar to throw the ball. Lamar is 20-0 when leaning at half, and he's 0-6 when he's trailing at halftime. Think about that. Don't get me wrong, the Ravens are still a great team, the second best team in their conference, but they do deserve some backlash from Monday night's performance. My third team is the Seattle Seahawks. Russell Wilson is playing at an MVP form as of now. The game against the Cowboys, in my opinion, shouldn't have been that close. If DK Metcalf didn't fumble on the goal line for a touchback when he was showboating. My only concern about the Seahawks is the lack of pass rush. But regardless, they're a great team and they're also a big threat coming January, especially if Russell Wilson stays healthy. My second team, drumroll please, the Green Bay Packers. Aaron Rodgers is the best he's been in years, capping another impressive performance in New Orleans Sunday night. The mind-blowing stat, in my opinion, about the Packers is that they scored 37 points on the Saints on Sunday. That's the fewest points they scored in a game this season. People were asking why didn't they draft a wide receiver in the first round. It doesn't look like it hurt this offense. They improved. My first team in my top 10 is pretty obvious. It's my Kansas City Chiefs. On Monday night, in the most important game of the season for both teams in my opinion, according to seeding, the Chiefs totally outplayed the Ravens on all sides of the ball. Maybe instead of special teams because they had a kickoff return for a touchdown. Jumping to a 17-point lead at half that, that the Ravens couldn't come back from. Patrick Mahomes was brilliant. 385 yards, 4 touchdowns, 0 interceptions. The Chiefs utterly embarrassed the second best team in their conference, one of the best teams in the league. And the scary thing is, 
they look even better than last season. The returning champions, the defending champions, look even better than last season. This is crazy. Do you agree with my top 10? Do you have any changes you want to make? Comment down below or DM me on Instagram or Twitter. I'd love to know. Let's have a chat. And also, before I forget, my honorable mention, the Pittsburgh Steelers. They have a nice 3-0 start. Big Ben looks solid. And the defense is continuing the tradition of a Steel Curtain-esque defense. But they're not in the top 10, in my opinion, because they don't have a definitive win against a good team. The Arizona Cardinals beat the 49ers before the injuries. Chiefs beat the Ravens. Packers beat the Saints, etc. They faced, the Steelers faced, the Giants, Texans, and Broncos. All of these teams are 0-3. Next week, they have a matchup against the Titans. If they win that matchup, they're going straight into that top 10. Now, let's shift to this. The longest season in NBA history is coming to a very exciting end. The NBA Finals matchup is set. The Lakers versus the surprising Miami Heat. A typical NBA season lasts about 8 months. These two teams haven't faced each other since December 2019. Over 9 months ago, more than an entire season. The Lakers, one of the favorites to make it all the way, did live up to the expectation, making it to the finals. The Heat, on the other hand, when the bubble started, they looked like a totally different team. A way better team. The lowest seed to reach the NBA Finals in recent memory. A true underdog. This final series has LeBron James's legacy on the line, in my opinion. I still personally think that Michael Jordan is the unanimous greatest of all time basketball player. But LeBron's GOAT case is on the line. LeBron James already has a 3-6 record in the finals, an underwhelming finals record. If LeBron and the Lakers lose this series to the major underdog Miami Heat, and LeBron throughout his career wins only 3 out of his 10 final appearances, LeBron's GOAT case will go from wildly controversial to unvalid. And think about it, if they lose and you're at the barbershop and somebody talks about the GOAT case and brings up LeBron James, you're not going to be confused if he loses this final. And it's also intriguing to see how the Lakers will attack the Heat's zone defense. Most teams barely use zone defenses, but the Heat rely on it to an historic degree. They used zone defenses, 11.6% of all of their defensive possessions. Only three teams use zone defense half as often. Against the Boston Celtics, eventually Boston started picking holes in the Heat's defense. The Heat's zone defense. Through big men like Daniel Dice in the paint. The Lakers have plenty talented big men. Anthony Davis, JaVale McGee, Dwight Howard, 
If the Lakers find a way to exploit these holes in the zone defense, the Heat will need to defend in a different scheme out of their comfort zone. It'll also be interesting to see throughout this series if Miami's fourth quarter dominance will continue. The Heat outscored their opponents by 68 points in the fourth quarter in the playoffs. If this dominance continues, this clutch type of dominance, this might be the deciding factor in this finals series. Now, what's my prediction? My finals prediction. As much as I'd like the underdog Miami Heat to win the championship, I'm going to take the Lakers in seven to win a championship since the seven-game final series versus the Celtics a decade ago. Let's move on to this. Welcome back to my weekly favorite segment, my weekly NFL game picks. Last week was an okay week. I went 10-5-1. The one is due to the Eagles tying with the Bengals, somehow. My record now is 33-14-1, and we have an exciting week of football ahead of us. So, let's jump into my picks. Oh, and before I forget, what are your weekly picks? Do you have any bold predictions? Comment down below, I'd love to know. Or DM me on Instagram or Twitter, link is in the description. Now, let's start with Thursday Night Football, Broncos at Jets. To be honest, it's the worst possible Thursday Night Primetime game we could, we could have ever had. The worst team in the league versus the most injured team in the league. Really, to me, it's a 50-50 pick. And as you already know, if it's a 50-50 pick, I tend to choose the home team. So I'll pick the Jets to win their only game this season. Saints at Lions. I'm not impressed at all by the Saints. Drew Brees isn't living up to the hype. He isn't throwing the ball down the field. The Lions, on the other hand, coming off an impressive win in Arizona. And I think they'll upset the Saints this week. Chargers at Bucks. Justin Herbert was underwhelming, scoring only 16 points versus the Panthers. And the Buccaneers are in the zone, it looks like. So I'm picking the home team, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Jaguars at Bengals. This game is in Cincinnati, and it's another 50-50 pick in my opinion. So I think Joe Burrow will get his first NFL career win. Vikings at Texans. The two unexpected 0-3 teams. It looks like the Vikings did figure out their offensive problems last week. And I still don't trust Bill O'Brien and the Texans. They can't run the ball. Their offensive line is horrific. So I'm picking the Vikings to get their first win this season. Seahawks at Dolphins. Um, I think it's obvious I'm picking the Seattle Seahawks in this one. Steelers at Titans. Two undefeated teams going at it. I hope this I hope this game will happen because the Titans had a mini COVID outbreak in their facility. So we'll see what happens. 
For the Steelers, it's the first real good team they faced this season. And still, I'll think the Titans will prevail as the home team. Browns at Cowboys. Damn. Now, this is an interesting matchup. These two teams, in my opinion, are pretty equal. The Cowboys have a trash defense, while the Browns have a inconsistent offense. I'll pick the Cowboys, but I have a lot of doubt that they'll win this game. It's really, I really think the Browns can make the upset happen, even though the Browns have a better record. Cardinals at Panthers. I think the Cardinals will bounce back after a bad loss last week, and they'll bounce back against a rebuilding Panthers defense. Colts at Bears. I don't understand, how are the Bears undefeated? But luckily for the Bears, Nick Foles is starting this week, and I believe he'll lead this team to victory. Ravens at Washington. The Ravens will bounce back after a very bad loss versus Kansas City against Washington. Giants at Rams. The Giants look like the second worst team in the league. I'm picking the Rams, the home team. Patriots at Chiefs. Andy Reid versus Bill Belichick. The biggest mind game in American sports. Every time they face, it's a must-watch. I'll pick the Chiefs, the home team, to continue with their momentum. Bills at Raiders. The Bills look great, and they will continue to look great versus the Raiders, who had a very bad loss versus the Patriots last week. Sunday Night Football. Eagles at Niners. The 49ers have the injury bug. Almost their whole starting lineup is injured. But Nick Mullins did look very good against the Giants. And even with all the injuries that the 49ers have right now, I still think they'll beat a very disappointing Eagles squad. Last but not least, Monday Night Football, Falcons at Packers. The Falcons blew yet another 15-plus point lead in the fourth quarter. And their gift is to fall to 0-4 versus the best team in the NFC, the Green Bay Packers at Lambeau Field. Again, what are your predictions? I'd love to know. DM me or type in the comments below. This is the end of the episode. Hope y'all enjoyed this episode as I enjoyed recording it. If you have a friend or a relative who's an American sports fan, spread the word of this podcast. Let's grow this community together as much as possible. Follow the podcast Instagram page and Twitter. Links in the description. My DMs are open. And uh, yeah, I'll see you guys next time.